0: Today on episode 238 of the Computer Tutor Podcast, those scammers are getting more and more clever all the time trying to trick you into downloading bad stuff to your computer, and I'm not even referring to Microsoft this time. Today it's the missing font virus you need to watch out for. Ah. Welcome to another episode of The Computer Tutor tips, tricks, and advice from a computer pro without all the tech talk. And now, here is your computer tutor, Scott Johnson. Welcome back to the Computer Tutor Podcast. If you're new to the show, I am your personal computer tutor, Scott Johnson, and I'm here every Monday morning to show you how to do cool things on your computer. And when I say every Monday morning, I mean it. Out of 238 episodes, there was only one Monday that I didn't put out a show, and that's because my computer died just shortly before I would have created that episode. I didn't lose anything because I have multiple backups every day, but the timing of it just didn't allow me to replace my computer and get a show out in time. But I know for me personally, I listen to a lot of podcasts, and one of the factors that I use in rating a podcast is how dependable it is. So that's something I work really hard at, so you know you can count on this podcast being available every Monday morning, every week. And my actual day job is fixing computers. That means hard drive upgrades, data recovery, virus removal, just about anything computer-related. I have a computer repair business here in Safety Harbor. That's a little town in the Tampa Bay area of Florida. And I have a lot of clients right here locally, but through remote access, I also work on client computers all over the country. So if you have a problem with your computer, all you have to do is give me a call, 727-254-9078, or email me at pctutor at gmail.com. And today's computer tip can be seen over at my website if you go to computertutorflorida.com forward slash 238. So let's get started. You know, at the beginning of each episode, you always hear me say that my purpose for this show is to show you how to do cool things with your computer. And I do that a lot of the time. But there's also the corollary to that. And that means sometimes, rather than just showing you how to do something cool, I might take an opportunity to show you how to avoid something that's bad. That's what we're doing today. And I have to tell you this before we really get into that, this scenario we're going to talk about today kind of reminds me of when I got my first motorcycle. Now, that was many years ago, probably like uh, mid to late 80s, I think. Now, here in Florida, there's lots of traffic, and people don't really watch what they're doing, and motorcycles are sometimes kind of hard to see anyway, or they're harder to spot than a car anyway. So, I knew all of that when I made the decision to get this motorcycle, and I resolved that I would constantly be on the lookout for cars and their drivers, who might not be 100% paying attention, I would always be the defensive driver on my motorcycle. And in doing so, I was going to minimize the chance that I would be in an accident. So I got that motorcycle, and it was great. It was a Honda Rebel 250. And for any of you that drive motorcycles, you know that a 250 is completely underpowered to drive on the road. And that's why shortly after that, I sold it and got a more powerful one, But when I started riding that Rebel 250, it was my daily commuter to work. I would always be watching for cars and for those potentially dangerous situations that can suddenly pop up. And that lasted maybe a few weeks. Because after I'd been driving it for a while, I found myself doing things sort of out of second nature. And, of course, that's completely natural. The first time you ride, you're watching for everything, always looking everywhere. But the 50th time you ride still fun, but the initial novelty has kind of worn off and to some degree, and you don't really have that heightened sense of awareness like you did when you first started. At least that's the way it worked for me. Over time, your defense gradually gets a little lower and a little lower, and when you're driving like that, it's a lot easier to get caught off guard. Okay, so what does that have to do with computers? Well, when you're using your computer, you might know all the rules by heart. You know, don't open an email attachment if you don't know what it is. Don't click a link if you don't know where it's going to take you, all those things. And you know those things in your head. But when you've been working on your computer on a specific project for like four hours and you're tired and your senses aren't quite what they should be, all it takes is just one brief loss of focus and all of a sudden you've clicked on something and you're in trouble. And that's the danger of what we're talking about today. Here's what happens with this one. Let's say you're on the web, you're using the Google Chrome web browser, maybe doing some research about something or looking for a particular product or whatever, you land on a website, and keep in mind, this could be a completely legitimate website, because the website owner has no intention of doing anything bad, but the website itself has gotten infected. So you're on the site, and you might be able to read part of it, but most of the text is just coming up as gibberish, you know, it just doesn't make sense, right? Right. But then a little window pops up in the middle of the page and it explains everything. Because it says the web page you're trying to load is displayed incorrectly as it uses the Hoffler text font. To fix the error and display the text, you have to update the Chrome font pack. Ah, now it all makes sense. So even though you might not be a computer technician, everyone knows what a font is. And it makes perfect sense that if your Chrome font pack, whatever that is, isn't up-to-date, the text on the page isn't going to display properly. Add to that fact that the error message, even though it was actually created by criminals, it looks very convincing. See, usually with these things, the grammar and spelling give it away because it sounds like the writer is someone who doesn't speak English. But this has good grammar, and the buttons look right, and just based on the appearance, there's nothing to it that comes up as a red flag. You know, I've said it for a long time. When the scammers either learn how to write properly or they hire native English speakers to write for them, that's when they're going to really explode. And that's the genius of this virus scam. Very low-key, it sounds perfectly legitimate, and because of that, a lot of people are just going to click and update their font pack, even though those same people would normally be suspicious when a website suddenly pops up and asks you to download something. And the scam works even better when you're tired, not really focusing on security and good practices. So you click to get the update, and right away you see a download happening. You know, if you use Chrome, you know whenever you download something it happens down in the lower left corner of the window. So down there you see the file being downloaded, and it's called Chrome Font version 75oneexe And that would hopefully cause you to wake up and notice that you're actually downloading an executable file. That means this is a program that will run on your computer, And you don't really know where it's coming from other than this website, which maybe you never visited before today. Now, for some people, that might be the red flag. But for a lot of people, they'll just click it and run because they're not thinking quite clearly. At this point, Chrome might even pop up and tell you that the file you're downloading might be a little suspicious. So maybe that'll make you think twice before you run it. And as this becomes more well-known, the antivirus program should become more aware of it and stop it before it runs and does whatever it's going to do. But the bottom line is this. Hopefully, there are protections and systems in place to protect your computer, but one of the best protections is your own behavior when using your computer. Just remind yourself to be aware of what you're doing and never download anything if you're not 100% sure of what it is. So if you just follow that one single rule, that alone will keep you out of a lot of trouble. And if you need anything from Amazon, here's the link to use. ComputerTutorFlorida.com forward slash shop. Or just click the link at the top of my website. You know, it doesn't cost you any more money, but you can support the podcast while you're shopping on Amazon. So everyone's happy. So have you seen the missing font virus pop up on your computer? If you have, I'd love to hear about it and what happened, or anything else you might want to say. You can email me at PCTutor at gmail.com, Or you can call my podcast voicemail line at 727-386-9468. Leave a message anytime, day or night. And that'll do it for this week. As always, I'll see you back here next Monday morning with another computer tip. Well, that wraps up this episode of the Computer Tutor Podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. If you'd like to contact me with a question, a comment, or a suggestion for a future topic, you're welcome to do so at my website. ComputertutorFlorida.com. And while you're there, sign up for my free Monday morning email newsletter. If you have a computer problem, give me a call at 727-254-9078. In many cases, I can take care of a problem remotely, so it doesn't matter if you're here in Florida, up in Maine, or way out in California. I'd love to help. Thanks again for listening, and have a great week. God bless.